Hello, gorgeous soul. Welcome to the Sex and the City Hippie podcast, the podcast for high achievers looking for motivation, inspiration, and raw vulnerability regarding healing, mindset, and manifesting. If you want to break free from societal expectations, heal unwanted subconscious patterns, and manifest a life that sets your soul on fire, then you are at the right address. It is my mission to teach souls like you heal and manifest from their hearts and not from their heads. I am Daniela Cura and as your host, I will bring harmony between our spiritual side and our rational side because I believe that we need both, like a true sex in the city hippie. I was always a high achiever and coming from a rough and traumatic childhood, I always made sure to work as hard as I could to achieve my goals. And even though I was living the life, I was feeling dead inside. I got myself out of that rock bottom and now I want to take you with me on this journey. I am so excited that you are tuning in to today's episode. So someone just asked me in my DMs, what do I do with my wish to become a mother? now that I'm 33 and single. First, before I continue talking, I want to say and tell you about my vision regarding motherhood because I believe that there are some imbalances in our system, in our physical system. And I also believe that God has a bigger plan for all of us. And for some of us, that is with a child. And for some of us, that is without a, a child that has nothing to do with how fulfilling you are in your life or how good of a woman you are that has nothing to do with it and i believe that there are a lot of conditioning that happens around motherhood that a whole society is almost conditioned that women have to have children in order for them to be um, good contributors of society and i don't believe that when I was 26, I mean, I always thought I wanted children in the beginning. And that's really important, I think, to mention for you to understand my vision as well. Is that when I was younger, I always said, oh, I want to have a lot of children. I want to have five. When I met my ex-partner, I told him that I wanted five children. But that's when I had a lot of trauma and I was just projecting my trauma onto my wish of having children or not because I wanted five and then when I asked myself why the reason was because when my mom died I had two siblings that I had no contact with so then giving everybody more <laughs> more chances of not feeling alone uh, would be a good thing but obviously that's just projecting my own trauma onto my children because I mean who is to say that my children are gonna have the same fate that I had I mean I that's one of the main reasons actually why my last relationship didn't work is because um, when I met my ex-partner, I had told him that I don't want a relationship with someone that smokes because my mom um, had passed away from lung cancer. He agreed um, to stop. I mean, I didn't ask him to stop, but he said, okay, if I want a relationship with you, that means I need to stop smoking. And then my answer was yes. And then I said, that's the only thing. And then as time pro progressed, he didn't smoke for like six years. 
then he when I was when I was away on vacation without him he had smoked a little bit and obviously that was not the idea and then um, he had smoked for two years and not told me about it and that really crushed my heart because for me it's a it's a thing on on being healthy and also you know he's a Dutch man and for Dutch men well at least for my ex-partner he would drink six seven beers in on a weekday three three four times a week and that's not a lot of beer but then when you, when you kind of talk to the person about it like there is no there is no awareness around health issues right my father was an alcoholic my mom died of of uh, lung cancer so there i was with my ex-partner that embodied both of those of those really bad habits that i have nothing though I, i don't want anything to do with it um so that was a big one of the big choices for me is that when i have if i choose to have children i don't want i want to do my best to be able to carry on as long as i can to guide them in this in this journey of life and not you know be drinking all the time and smoking all the time and not taking care of my body and eating unhealthy because i know that that's just bad for your body and then you're just gonna you're more prone or stress also very important when you're very stressed out that's even a bigger killer than all of the other things that i mentioned um so for me it's really about if i choose to have children i want to be a healthy body and a healthy mind and a healthy spirit for me to be able to bring them to the world so once i became aware of my trauma i really doubted if i could handle children um because when i got hmm i find it difficult to talk about this that's funny because when i got cptsd my nervous system was so exalted all the time and i was so easily triggered and easily irritated that i was like i don't think i could handle a crying child and give the child the love and the support that it needs for it to you know grow up and become a decent human being otherwise i would just be repeating the pattern and i absolutely did not want to do that so for me it was really about choosing consciously whether or not i wanted to have children so there was a big period of time that i didn't want children in my life and i was like okay if i choose to have children obviously it was also with my partner and back then my partner did want to have children until obviously i started showing up um with some mental health issues that we both uh were questioning whether we wanted it or not and i remember very vividly when i was 26 i really wanted children and back then vic and i were for four years together and i remember having just a conversation with him about it and being like okay you know i'm 26 i'm young but i would want children now but i think it was also out of boredom <laughs> and that's i don't think not a really good reason to have children because i had you know finished my studies uh for three years already i was having my business and it, it was going good but there was no no growth involved you know i was training i was you know giving teaching my my gym uh classes and then i think out of boredom i told them that i wanted children but not as a co- and also my hormones obviously when when women are 20 25 26 their hormones peak and they're at their most fertile um so in a combination of that <laughs> really got me thinking that i wanted children but then i remember i was having the choice i either have children or i go back to university and then i chose the latter and i went back to to school for three years um which 
actually catapulted my healing journey. <laughs> Believe it or not, funny when you think about it that way. Or I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> because I went to school initially to study change management. I was I wanted to work with people, helping people, obviously. And then I was like, okay, but I did want to earn more money because I had reached the cap of my of what I could do with my business at that moment. I was uh, being a freelance trainer, uh, an uh, event coordinator, and also a gym instructor. And you know, I could only do that for a couple of an hours a week. So, but I wanted to you know break that ceiling. So I I wanted new skills or go back to school so that I could climb the ladder. You know, so then I went to to school for change management. Uh, but because I did um, a pre university that needed a little bit of a gap year for me to be able to enter the Erasmus University. I ended up doing a pre-masters where I got in contact with um, more on the political aspects and more on the social economic aspects of uh, public administration. And I really fell in love with it. I even went to the United Nations in New York uh, for a project that the university organized. And I fell in love with that, and so I ended up studying that instead of change management. But in that school years, to the, to my two master years, I developed a very a very strong opinion, and I think that that one that was the first times that I started to really say what I felt and what I meant to my in laws, to Vic. You know, I remember up until that moment, I mean, imagine we were already six, seven years down the line and he voted always more on the right wing and I voted more on the left wing. And because I was, I went to school, it was really about a little bit late for us to have that conversation uh, in our relationship. So for me, it was a a really eye-opening, my master's degree, because it gave me kind of that empowerment that I, I'm entitled to my own opinion, that I'm entitled to to having my own voice, and no matter what people think. And that's when the cracks started showing, right? Because I went from being this good girl that everybody loved because I was so sweet and just so caring and compassionate, and I, I still am, but I also kept kept my mouth shut on a lot of things that I did not agree with, uh, when I saw it happening and because of the master's not because of the master's degree itself but because of the experience that the master's degree and the confidence that the master's degree gave me I was more opinionated uh, to a point that even uh, my in-laws <laughs> um, thought that I was very difficult and I remember one of my in-laws not going to say which one to protect their privacy and identity told me you should learn to shut up more <laughs> Uh, or uh, you should learn to shrug things off and I'm like no I'm not going to shrug these things off because this is hurting my feelings and I don't believe that this is how how we should handle with each other in in the family anyways side track over there but going back to the to the baby story for me it was really crucial to have similar outlooks on life and to having a support system around me. So I was already questioning whether or not I wanted a child. Um, 
whether I wanted it with Vic is a different question than do I want it separate from Vic because uh, with my ex-partner you know there were a lot of people involved you know his whole in-laws and I might record another podcast on how family systems work by the way this is not something exclusive to my in-laws and to the way my family works this is something that in psychology is called family constellations family systems and when the family system is comes to play you know there are a lot of energies involved and Vic and I needed to have a certain energy for us to be able to form our own system outside of his system of of family system where he was born and that was very challenging very very challenging um, I'm not going to go too much into detail about why etc at least not in this podcast but that also made it very challenging for me to want to choose to have children with with that partner with my ex-partner because I mean he would have been an amazing father for sure a hundred percent but then the question came for me like okay if we were to raise children, how do I want to raise them? I want to raise fearless children that don't adhere to the rules, that, that the rules apply to them as long as they, they're safe. But I want them to be, to be, you know, pioneers and I want them to be able to speak their mind and not be okay with any, with things when are passed down, down from generation to generation. I want them to disagree with me and I want to get to know who they are. And by the way, you are free to remind me once I have kids, if I have them, <laughs> about this because I might change my mind <laughs> um, later on. But for now, I, would, I, I really just want to raise decent, caring, free-spirited human beings. And I think that my current slash past relationship um, would have not been able to provide that because... Um, one of the fundamental things that we disagreed on was that I believe that um, children can be way more free and that we can provide the safety and the, and the consistency that they need so that they don't have to stay in a certain group at a certain and yes they can build friends but that's not necessary for them to become decent free spirited human beings and I believe if I have to, I believe, like just side note, I believe that a lot of people give up on their lives and don't think it through. Like, okay, what does a child mean in my life? I have had a couple of clients and I've known stories of people that basically regret having children because the people underestimate how much you have to sacrifice for the child or they're not conscious on the results of them not sacrificing for the child. Let's say if I still want to have the digital nomad lifestyle while having children traveling around, obviously for every choice there is a, there is a win and a lose. And as long as you choose what you're consciously what your choice is going to be, I know that obviously if I travel a lot with children that it's going to have its own fair share of challenges and my children will also have their own fair share of blockages resulting from that, you know, constant move. But that's a conscious choice that you make. And I also believe that the children, the, the souls that will embody in my children will, will be there to teach me something as well. So 
I see it as a more of a holistic being. Um, and my ex-partner did not uh, see it in the same way. And also in terms of boundaries with my in-laws and the way we would handle all of that. And for me, it was just too stressful for me to even think about bringing a child into that situation. And it's not because of what my in-laws did or not did, but it was more about the way that my ex-partner would handle the situation um, based on the family system um, that is ingrained in him. Uh, obviously, if he wants to grow and change it, it's, it's his choice. But right now, as is, it was, it was for me, it was too stressful. You know, we needed more boundaries. We needed more united front and, you know, a whole bunch of things that I don't want to get too much into detail right now in. But to come back to the main question of my DM is how do I view my wish to become a mother? I believe that, and I think I'm going to get a little bit emotional, that if the universe has this big wish for me, that it will happen. And that it will happen with the most amazing person um, that, I, that it could happen with. With the person that I do share my values with and that does want to share a united front. And that does want to create that safe union that you need. And, you know, it's necessary for you when, when you're married for you to leave your family of origin systemically. Of energetic from an energetic point of view otherwise the pressure is going to be too much because there is no literally no energetic room for you as a as a woman or for your children so you will feel that in the energy um, and by the way like I said this is not something exclusive for my past relationship but this is something that a lot of relationship unconsciously struggle with um, and you know looking into family systems um, and constellations really helps with this. There's a really good book on this. It's called The Fountain that really explains how that works, that um, you really need to be loyal to one. You can only be loyal to one system. Otherwise, there is going to be, there is going to be a lot of resistance from one system to the other and a lot of power, power at plays. And so it's really important for you to really create a new system with your partner and really navigate that new partnership together um, as a united front and all of that but that's one one of the things that we struggled with and me growing it, to me it really feels as if i was i mean i was 22 when i entered this relationship so i was very young um, i was very wounded and his family and him really gave me a safe place for that wounded child to become a woman but then once I became a woman you know I got my opinion I was showing signs of things that I wasn't okay with and things that I what that I wasn't happy with and things that I wanted I needed them to change in terms of boundaries and there was something really uh, funny that once I started doing that, it became more difficult. And because it's not my system, then it had more to do with Vic's energy and not my energy. So there was very little that I could actually do to change that because that, that was really the energies around Vic calling him to, to level up and to change in certain ways. 
and also maybe I wasn't a match maybe the woman that I became is no longer a match for that energy so there could be a lot of reasons uh, why this happened but this specific situation that I'm telling you about was very important for me when thinking about children how was I going to raise them who was going to have access to the child and have influence on the child because if my partner is not able to for us to share the the way that we're going to raise our child then that's going to be very challenging and it's like ask it's like asking for a very challenging upbringing I want to have at least some shared values on how you want to raise a child and how you put boundaries with your with your own family members and how you um, you navigate all of that so having that in the back of my head really stressed the fuck out of me and would immediately send you know send me into a CPTSD episode because I constantly felt because of the power plays that I was feeling in the energy I constantly felt as if I was alone in this like the moment if I was to have children I would be alone and that you know because the the child would be 50-50 from Vic and 50 from me, then I would have to um, give too much away on my boundaries in order to have the relationship that Vic really, really, really wants to keep no matter what. But for me, it really meant um, giving away my peace. So with all of these things roaming around, you know, me having CPTSD and not always being able to regulate my nervous system, having needing a lot of support in terms of you know, the peace around me and having clear boundaries. And that kind of made it a little bit more difficult for me to think of having a child. But then I did body work when I was in Colombia um, in the beginning of last year to kind of dig into this, whether I wanted a child or, or not. And I ended up realizing that I actually do want to have children um, I was just very mad at my previous partner on how he was handling certain situations. And from releasing that anger, I could release the no. Like, no, I don't want children. And instead of a no, it became, oh, I'm open to the idea of having children. At this moment, the way that I look at life and the way that I see that the universe moves me in life, I decided that my life is is really for the universe and if children are in my path they will come um, it is a desire that i have because if i just think about having that unconditional love and raising little humans um, it would it would fill my heart up but i also believe that there are other ways to have a fulfilling life you know i have a really beautiful business that I'm building with amazing queens around me and on Instagram even people that I talk to on a daily basis and I can have that connection there as well you know helping them and and spreading the knowledge that I have about trauma about manifesting about my methods trauma for manifesting and I think that Oprah said something the other day that really triggered me because she said that she didn't have children because something in her life needed to suffer, whether it was her relationship, her children, or her career. And I'm not a true believer that you cannot have it all, but I do believe that your priority needs to be with your children once you choose to be open to the gift of 
probably having children because right now I have the knowledge on what the effects are of not being a present mother and I want to be a present mother for my child and it's not about quantity of time but it's about quality of time so I know that if I choose to have children or if God blesses me with a child um, I'm actually already working on it uh, that's the reason that I'm doing ads and I'm doing the Kura Manifestation program I'm more on a do-it-yourself basis so that I don't have to work as much as I am working right now building the business and that for the first five seven to six years of my children's life that I can you know tone it down a notch and go a little bit on a slower pace to be able to be more present with them but then again I don't know what the universe has in store for me I have a lot of timelines that can that can unfold and by the way this is a, a funny masterclass that I have that's called detached, that it's all about jumping timelines and all about this subject, specific subject, about how do you navigate all of the options instead of grieving, okay, I really, really, really want a child. There are so many options of having a fulfilling life that for me, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, I think I would be equally happy because I would just, one of my dreams is to open an orphanage in Colombia so I know I'm going to have children no matter what, um, just in a different way than, than what society has, has pictured it to be. And I think it's way more important for our generation to think, do I even want a child? Or is it something that I feel I need to do, otherwise I feel useless, or otherwise my family picture, how the way that I pictured a family, um, would not be complete. Can you be complete without a child? Because I think that the moment that you say that we're not complete without a child, that is one, by the way, putting a lot of pressure on an unborn child because children can feel that energy. Oh, okay. So I'm coming down to fulfill my mom's and my father's whole. And that's the start of people pleasing already in the fucking womb. So I would suggest don't do that. And if you really have a child, just think of it as a human being that your your only task is to give love to and that it might come out very differently than, than you wanted it to be. And being that detached from that pretty perfect picture is going to, on the end of the road, is going to also keep you from suffering a lot because ch having children is challenging and raising children is challenging. Um, so being able to navigate the reason why you have a child is so important beforehand and also the right partner. One of the tips that really stuck by me, <laughs> um, I think that's what I, why I know that Vic would have been an amazing father, is that instead of choosing a partner or a father for your child, choose a co-parent a co because... You never know where your relationship is going to be with the father of your child or the mother, depending on uh, how you identify yourself, um, or the father of your child. You never know. So ask yourself, is this person going to be a good co-parent? Is this person able to communicate? Is this person able to take responsibility and show up? Or is this person right now, and in fact, like, you know, I'm so head over heels and I'm doing everything and this person is not doing anything. Well, you, that's exactly what you're going to have to deal with if the relationship breaks and you have a child with this person. 
So for me, <laughs> and it's kind of a little bit of a doom scenario what I'm saying, but it really does help me make that mind shift that I need for me to be able to, to choose the right partner to have children with if, like I said again, um, the universe has this in store for me. Um, this is the way that I'm thinking about it now. It might change later on. I have no clue. But I got this question in a DM and I thought, I thought it was a really beautiful podcast episode to, to dive deeper into the way that I see. Because I think it's also very... We're doing it... It's like people are having children as if it's like a walk in the park and they're not taking it as serious as it, as it is. We're just doing it like, oh, yeah, well, it's just like going to college after high school. No, it's not. It's not the next step in your life. Having children is not the logical next step. There is no logic in life. You get to create your life the way that you want to create it. And I think it's really important for you to decide whether or not you want children and why do you want children. And a child-free life is an absolute amazing life to live too i mean imagine all of the things that you could do for society all of the travels that you could do all of the money that you could save and you can build if you're a decent human being that is lovable (laughs) you don't have to fear not having love around you because you can just create that by investing that love in other people so i think this concludes this episode i would love to know if you listened to it and what your biggest insight was I always create these podcasts raw and unedited, unscripted. I don't think about them. And sometimes I fear like people will will understand me the wrong way. But I don't want to do it any other way. And therefore, when you send me a DM, I really, my jump hearts, my heart jumps. <laughs> um, because then I know that, okay, the podcast is is having the desired result, which is me sharing the way that I see certain things and hopefully inspiring you in your journey and hopefully giving you some useful useful tips in your journey. So in conclusion, whether or not you want a child, ask yourself, do you want it? Find the right partner to have a child and take it from a perspective from, is this person a good co-parent in case that the relationship fails? Also be very mindful of Uh, the system the family system that your partner comes from because that in the long run can stress a relationship a lot uh, if your partner is not able to um, you know to stand up for for the system that you're creating or give boundaries in certain ways and that's going to just be very stressful so be very mindful uh, of who you tie your life to because having a child with someone is not something to take lightly. Having a child in general is not something to take lightly. Because remember, all of our trauma comes from what our parents did to us or didn't do for us. So be very mindful when you're having children. All right, gorgeous soul, I'm gonna finish my moon ritual for tonight. We have a full moon in Virgo, and I'm really excited for that. Um, this is, um, if you have not worked with me, This is the best way to start showing up for my things because it is just at this moment 39 euros and it's a two-hour guided ritual where you can just be busy with yourself and really in tune with your own energies. So I hope that I see you in one of my moon rituals. And other than that, I wish you an amazing day. Bye-bye.